Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 22 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host Juliana and today we're joined by a special guest. Sorry, oh, yes, Precious. <laughs> My name's Precious. Hello. Hi Precious, how are you? I'm good, yeah. Enjoying the sun. There is um, some sun today, so yeah, I- I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for um, coming on the board. Um, do you want to introduce to the people, like, tell us a bit more about yourself. Who is Precious? So my name is Precious. I am Nigerian. Um, grew up in whoop, whoop, Nigeria, massive. Come on. Um, but um, yeah, so I grew up in London. I'm really passionate about all things Africa, development. I work in the legal sector and mm. um, I'm studying part-time. So I'm at law school doing the legal practice course. Intense, but God is there. And yeah, I guess in my free time, I love going to music events, hanging out with friends, uh, really into Afrobeats. Ah, it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, though, literally Afrobeats changes my mood. And yeah, that's that's me really. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. Um, just going to get right into the questions. My first question, as always, is what name are you bringing to the podcast, Precious, and why? As I said, I'm Nigerian. So my Nigerian Edo name is Imade. So that's the name I'll be bringing to the podcast. Um, the reason why is because I just feel like the meaning is quite special to me and significant. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I thought I'd share and talk about it today. Is it Imade? Oh no! <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, yeah, Edo names are quite different. Obviously, you know, um, Yoruba, Ibo. I think you're Ibo, right, Juliana? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Ibo, <laughs> Kedu. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, Yoruba, Ibo, and Hausa are three major tribes, but Edo is also one of it's a it's a smaller minority tribe. Um, and my name specifically is Benin, and it's okay. Imade. The full name is Imade Inouagbon. Yes, a lot. Okay. Um, <laughs> and what does it mean? Um, so, yeah, so it means, um, Imade Inouagbon means I have not fallen a victim of the world's ridicule. Um, yeah, powerful. Ah. <laughs> it's one of those busy names that hit you in your chest. <laughs> Can you share more about, like, sure. why you want Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, basically, my mum, she had me when she was 40 years old. So, she tried for a few years before she had children. And, obviously, she was hoping for children, um, but she, she couldn't have children at the time. So, she ended up having me. And then a year later, she actually had my brother. So, we were seen as, like, miracle babies kind of thing. And in terms of the name meaning, I have not fallen a victim of the world's ridicule I guess for my mum the ridicule would have been especially in the African tradition the fact that she wasn't able to have children at the time and you know Mm -hmm. in African culture is so big when are you having children when are you having children so um yeah I guess after kind of going through that sort of pressure from everybody else having a child was like I am literally um proof that the world's ridicule doesn't mean anything because she had a child that was able to dispel like the myths, if that makes sense. That's so amazing. Wow. And so carrying that name, like, Mm. did you always know the meaning of it? 
so yeah my mom <laughs> my mom definitely made a point to let me know the video like as soon as i probably could comprehend or understand things i think she just wanted me to be a lot more proud of my name because you know when you, when you're young growing up especially growing up like us in the diaspora like you may want to you just want to fit in. You don't want to have a name that stands out. So like, I would always prefer using the name Precious, but even even though I use Precious in school, my mum still really wanted me to be proud of my actual name. And ever since she told me the meaning of it, I've just really been like, wow, I even wish I used that name more in school or just used it at all in school, basically. Mm -hmm. So when I found out, I really, really kind of resonated with the meaning of the name. Speaking of school, did, was it ever, like, was this name ever addressed in any way? Basically, I think it was when I started in reception. I initially was using the name Imade, but they would just butcher the name. <laughs> like, and it's very simple. It's I-M-A-D, well, the, sh the short version anyway is simple. Um, I-M-A-D-E. Yeah. So I don't really know how you can <laughs> kind of butcher it. But I guess it was just little things like saying I made or like, so they weren't really pronouncing it well. And then my mum kind of gave me the option of like saying when I moved to, I guess, maybe year one, I could change it. So I decided to just opt for pressure. I opted for pressures because I thought, OK, it'll just be a lot easier. But um, yeah, going back, I do wish I just stuck to Imade and just corrected them more because I, I really just find the name is just so even sounds really has a nice ring to it. And I just wish I kind of, mm -hmm. yeah, I had it more or I used it more. And have you got like, have you... You you say you were born in London. Yeah. Have you gone back to Nigeria and like? Uh, oh, since yeah, like what people's oh reaction yeah. <laughs> or how people engage with your name? Like, can they pronounce it? Because I know like some people expect that Nigerians will be able to pronounce it, but I, I'm just interested to know <laughs> if they can pronounce it. Yeah, they usually can. They pronounce it better than like when I introduce myself, because whenever I'm in Nigeria, I use Imade, because I feel like if you're in the motherland, ah, you just have to use that name. <laughs> um, but I feel like, yeah, they do. They, they've corrected me about how I pronounce it. So I would say, yeah, it's Imade. They're like, eh, it's Imade. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> So I felt like I always got that correction, but I actually went to boarding school in Nigeria when oh, I was. Really? Yeah, I haven't actually told too many people, so I guess people will find out through this. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things that you just say, ah, you will find out if you ask the right questions. But if not, it's one of those one of those experiences. But um, no, it was it was a good experience for sure. I was in Nigeria for maybe three years, so I got shipped. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, my mom, I think she wouldn't be my brother to be able to just experience Nigeria in our formative years. Yeah, it was an interesting experience. I went like by the name in that day throughout that whole experience. And yeah, definitely grew a lot from it. And it, it's the reason why I have like this love and affinity for Nigeria and Africa now. Every time people share with me that they went boarding school, I get a little bit jealous. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, because the way they describe it, I know that it was an amazing experience. Mm, yeah. So I was like, oh, parents, why didn't you fulfill the threats that you <laughs> But you know what? As well as this, I feel like you can always say it's amazing after the fact. During the time, Juliana, mm. it was, it was uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was amazing. I mean, it was definitely a new experience. Um, mm. And you just kind of get used to it. But I definitely think that after, when you're looking back on it, you can really appreciate the experience for what it was. 
but I do feel like I would want my children to experience it as well. Even if it's not boarding school, definitely school in Nigeria, or at least like go there regularly if I'm not, you know, living there. I feel like having that kind of exposure to the culture when you're at that young age is really good. So how important is it for you to like continue that tradition of giving your children and the next generation Edo names? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely really important to me. Yeah. Um, Specifically like with Edo culture, because growing up in London, the majority tribes are Yoruba and Ibo. So I have a lot of Yoruba friends. One of my best friends is Ibo. Um, So I didn't really see a lot of, um, I didn't really have a lot of um, Edo friends that weren't family members, basically. Um, Until I grew up, I was more exposed to more Edo culture. And I actually set up or co-founded an organization called Edo Next Gen. Small, small plug. Mm -hmm. It's basically um, an organization for like empowerment, but also education for like the Edo diaspora, young professionals, so that they know more about their their background. So we've had a few events. It, we set it up in 2018. So it's not just for Edos. It's for anybody that's just interested in heritage, African heritage and culture. But obviously the idea behind it is that it's for just empowerment for Edo people. So it's definitely really important for me to be able to instill those sorts of values to my children, even if I wasn't going to, even if I don't get married to someone who's has an Edo background, I would still want them to have some sort of tie to their Edo side. And you just repeat, like, just for the people to hear again, I just want to hear you say your, like the full version of Imade. Oh, okay. Like how- um, it's Imade Yunuagbo. Sorry, mum. I don't know if I pronounced it, <laughs> but have you ever had to like address it in the full, like with the full version? Or was it always just Imade, the shortened version? Yeah, I feel like Imade is a lot more easier to take, so it's I don't always kind of go into the full version unless somebody asks. And more times when I'm people do ask, what's the full name? But when I say that, I always get the wow. Can you repeat it again? Because it's, it's a bit <laughs> <laughs> number one is different, and then it's just difficult to say. Wait, well, you can you can ask something. Oh yeah, I was going to ask um your what your Nigerian name is. Oh, my Nigerian name is Ogechi. Ogechi. Oh, it's the first the full name. What's the full name? That's it. Like it can oh. be Ogechi. Ogechuku, but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's Ogechi, <laughs> so it means good time. And yeah, I feel like it. it the meat you get the full sweetness of the name when you say it with the accent. Like if I say it in my British accent, it doesn't really like. Don't we know how to say it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I even noticed when you said Ogechi, like you really yeah. pronounced it well. Yeah. God's time, it's good. Yeah. But no, I feel like there's um, quite some similarities between just the fact that I think Ibo, the Ibo people, in some senses, might be seen as like a minority group mm. in Nigeria. So, yeah. like, there's, I feel like there's some affinity with like the Ibo people. And oh, definitely. Yeah, I think so. We are one Nigeria, Asha, you know. So, <laughs> but no, if we really, there are so many, apparently, I don't know who told me this or where I saw this, but there's like 300 and something dialects slash tribes in Nigeria. And wow. I was like, wow, how do you even keep up with that many, you know, languages and cultures? Mm-hmm. It's mad.
Do you, um, do you find that, I mean, like, do you find that you have to explain the meaning of your name? Are people familiar with your name, like Yoruba people and like Ibo people that you know? Like, mm. do you find yourself having to explain your your Edo-ness? I mean, yeah, when I mention my name, to be honest, though, if I say my name to like a Yoruba person, they automatically assume that it sounds quite Yoruba because of the Ade in it, like Imade. So like, oh, uh, it's like Yoruba. So it'll be like, a, oh, this is different, but is this Yoruba mm-hmm. sort of vibe? But if the person isn't Yoruba, um, they would ask, um, where is that from? And then I would mention Edo. And then we kind of get into the conversation about it being like one of the smaller tribes. And, you know, you get small, small mm-hmm. banter, especially if it's a Yoruba person. They're like, oh, yeah, we don't really know that tribe. <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> I feel like with Edo names, they always have this... Um kind of poetic or story you get a whole story I know (laughs) in the name yeah they're very good with like proverbs Edo people are very into their proverbs and you know when my mum goes into explanations or she's you know having discussions with me or always being a proverb she always be Mm. like there's this old saying that says you can't go next to the well without getting wet or just (laughs) something random um i think it's just an edo thing so i think it's the same with the names they're always there's always like a deeper meaning and obviously there's always that element of god in it as well but it's always a very deep kind of story to it also yeah, no, I, I see that from the little research that I did, or the research that I did <laughs> in preparation. Um, my final question then, Precious, is what do you want people to know about your name or names in general, like to the next generation of, I guess, Edo people or people in the African diaspora or just pe- everyone in general? That's a deep one. That's a deep, deep question. Um, <laughs> what would I want them to know? I guess legacy. It's probably what I would think about, yeah, legacy. So um, I think for me, my name, I feel like because my mum really just tried to instill in me and my brother the importance of our names and, you know, the struggle that she went through and then just having that joy and that blessing, I think it made me feel that, wow, because I'm not a victim of the world's ridicule towards my mum and I'm actually a blessing, I need to carry on that legacy and make sure that I am a blessing and that I, you know... I do fulfill my purpose as far as my name goes. Um, so it will definitely be just legacy, like whatever your name is, whatever you're, you're called, always remembering that, you know, you do have a, a right to yourself to fulfill that sort of meaning or purpose behind your name. It's very powerful. Like um, even as a Christian, like the Bible talks about just the importance of what you say. Um, so I feel like even with names, it's just so specific because they carry a lot of weight. Like what you call someone, what you call something carries a lot of weight. So it will definitely just be like legacy and fulfilling purpose. I'm kissing my finger. What? I love that. And there's even a, to speak of, um, where is it? To speak of um, the Bible, sorry, mm. there's a proverb. I think it's Proverbs 22, mm. verse 1. And it says, a good name is more desirable than great riches. To be a small mm. silver or gold. So that just reminded me when you spoke mm-hmm. about that. Wait, that, name's, that name's carry. Wow. Um, yeah, that's really yeah. deep. Because it's true. It is. It's more than riches. Because it's like, it's your name. Like, if we even think about all the greats, even now during this, this time of like... Um, re-emergence of movements with the Black Lives Matter movement. And we think of people like Martin Luther King or Malcolm X, you know, who died like many years ago, but their names have still carried such weight. 
Um, yeah. And they will always carry weight, probably after we're gone as well. So, yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely such significance and importance in names that money cannot buy. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah. Just a quick one. What, I know I shouldn't be asking you the questions, but what kind of inspired you to to even start this pod? I think it's such a great idea in terms of just, you know, embracing your names. Embrace your name. Um, I thought <laughs> There's, I think there's so many things that have happened, not like specifically in my life, but you know, just experiences like in school with the teachers maybe not pronouncing names properly or going to the workplace and having to adjust my name to fit into the creative industry. But just, I adjusted it because of the meaning, if that makes sense. I use my middle name as as my last name and then the politics Ooh. that that comes with, like Ooh. going back home and saying that like, this is just for work. Like I'm not Ooh. denouncing my last name, <laughs> but I, you know, have, they carry that and that meaning. I just wanted to explore it. I just wanted to hear what people had to say about their names, Ooh. their stories that they had to share. Um, I just think it's so powerful, even considering like history, to get into, I mean, you know, you mentioned Black Lives Matter, but mm. let's just go into the history of, say, the transatlantic slave trade, the fact that yeah. people were taken from their homes, but they, they, their names were changed. Or to go to biblical references, like Daniel, for example, his name had to be changed for yeah. him to operate in. Or Saul to Paul. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, I think names are just so, yeah, I just find it so beautiful and powerful. And so yeah, I just wanted to explore that. So yeah, that's wow. the meaning of it. Some finger clicking as well. No, that's really, really good. I love it. <laughs> Have you got any socials that you'd like to share? Like, do you want to big up your other next gen? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> how can people follow you and follow that movement as well? Yeah, so Edo Next Gen, like I talked about, just kind of a community to empower young Edos from the diaspora and anyone else who's interested in the culture and history behind Edo people and the Binning Kingdom. The social media is Edo Next Gen on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. So that's Edo, E-D-O-N-X-T-G-E-N. And my personal Instagram is precious underscore rose, but the precious has two eyes. That's cool. That's sweet. Thank you. And we're done. We're done there. Full yeah. of precious. Yeah. Thank you, Juliana. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time. Bye.